Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast. I am Alex Jones and today I am joined once again by Jamie and Christoph. Uh, hello. Yo, yo. <laughs> How you doing, boys? You right? You good? You good? You good? I'm good. I'm just happy I'm not, I'm not hosting this one, so good luck. Get to put, today, your, put your feet up this week. Yeah. Indeed, because today is me in the hot seat. Um, this is the podcast. Of course, we're on YouTube at Super Show Pod. We're also on many of the great podcasting platforms out there that you can find us somewhere on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and any platform. I think we're on all of them, right? We're just on all of them. Let's just say that. Only the five-star platforms. Only that because this is a five-star podcast, so it's very <laughs> important. Um, so first up, we have to say that the, one of the things that keeps our podcast going is our many amazing patrons on patreon.com. Um, so we'd like to give a quick shout out to those guys. Uh, there's some on screen right now, but also I'd like to give a shout out to Brett Zerbrick, Hacksaw Book Reed, Matthew Fronzo, Mindful Pig, Peaswad, Tristan Harris, The Dude Abides, and William Sherry. And then it's the two big dogs that we have to spend separate out they're keeping us going on their own when they're not alive but anyway um it's lonnie thompson and skylar music thank you to all of you to all of our patrons um genuinely we wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for you guys so you are awesome yeah fucking Um, legends now first up as we do every week i want to hear what you guys have been doing since last podcast in the world of in your own little worlds what games have you been playing what you've been watching what's been going on oh okay I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. Um, I've been playing some games with you guys. Oh, oh okay, really? Uh, Have you? I've I didn't notice. Uh, only three games I've been playing is uh, Warzone. With, yep, uh, nice. I played with you, Jonesy, and I played with uh, Martin from Just Interesting. Uh, yes, he was also on the podcast last week. Yes, Shout out. Yes. Go check it out if you haven't heard it already. Hell yeah, check it out. Um, then we also we, we streamed some, uh, some, some Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, what did that face uh, for? And Steph Murphy. Yes. So that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was um, simple fucking game. Like not much to it. It's okay. We, we all we all have game Game Pass, so like no big deal. We just fucking play it because it's free on Game Pass. Um, yeah, I understand. We've nearly finished it, right? In that short session that we did. It's a very short game. Yeah, I, I do believe that more DLC is is incoming, but I don't know. It, it's fine. Just a bit light, isn't it? Like, it's not much yeah, to it. It was quite light. It was quite light. I think I would have liked a little bit of depth, but then again, it's not aimed at me, right? Like, it's not aimed at us. It's like, Both hey, twelve-year-olds, play play this game. Yeah, I think Jamie made the point while we were playing it was that if it had more depth and if you um, if you could do more with those characters and you had some more of those sort of special abilities and and like that loot cycle is a bit better, then it might be a might be more to it. It might be worth playing a bit longer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought that some of the things on it were just a bit shit, to be honest. Like, okay, hear me out, hear me out. So yeah. playing the actual game, it's fine, it's fun. Like, you know, you, you could want more, but what it's got is perfectly serviceable. There's nothing wrong with it. When you get mm-hmm. back to the village or your hometown or whatever, like the, the hub, um, and you unlock like a blacksmith, but you you can give the blacksmith coins so that you could get an item, but it's completely randomized. And a lot of the times we were doing it, the items we were getting were shit, right? Right. So maybe like, right. A, more of a variance of stuff, like more armor, more weapons. Obviously, we've only scratched the surface, but fair enough. Um, I don't think we did scratch it. I think we, we've nearly finished <laughs> we, the game. I think we did more than scratch yeah, the surface. Um, yeah. And the other thing is, like, if there was a list and you knew 
and it was like tiered or even if it was like a random thing but it's like hey if you want a common this is how many fucking emeralds oh uh, yeah so that'd be cool yeah. you want to you want an epic this is how much you'll, like just some kind of a control so that it takes away the the abject disappointment when you just get like a fucking super common thing spending all your money it's it's a nitpick, it, I know, but yeah. it's it's funny talking to people who clearly didn't spend the hours that I spent in Destiny uh, unlocking all those different engrams <laughs> and hoping that good items would come out of them. Just yeah. oh no, it's shit again. Yeah, fair. Well, enough. they then introduced the the traveling merchant. I think it was that you could spend. It was literally like you spend double the amount of gems and you get something slightly better. But it's basically no, he, exactly he, the same. He process. sold. He sold. No, he sold artifacts. Artifacts. That's only, yeah. Artifacts. Sorry, not not yeah. gems. Artifacts. I don't know. But it was kind of exactly the same process. Um, I, you I, didn't I, see what it was. It was random. Yeah. Like I said, there's there's some things they could do to fix it or, or make it better. It doesn't need fixing. Just make it better. But. It's it's fine. It, it's a fine game. It's not going to blow anyone away. But then again, like, where's the Minecraft element of Minecraft Dungeons? And that makes me think, as I was just saying it now, I just thought of it. Like, instead of having a blacksmith, why aren't you the blacksmith? And you go into the mission. And you craft. You, you gather the elements. And then when you get back to your hometown, you can craft shit. That that make more sense. That make more yeah. sense to me. But yeah, whatever. Like I said, it's not. I'm not the market. So, you know, what, what can I really say? Yeah. They could even have it more typical, like you could just take the resources to the blacksmith and he could make it for you. But at least you could like work towards something. Yeah. Like, you know, you want to get that thing and you need this many resources of this type and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just want to give a shout out, of course, to my Twitch, which is twitch.tv forward slash hopanic. And I believe, Jonesy, when you're going to tell us about your time, you're going to tell us your Twitch. But before you do that, I've got one one more game that I've been playing, which is, of course the ever-present Dota 2. And the reason is, we're going to be talking about it later, but they've released their Battle Pass. So there's actually been objectives for me to walk, work towards in terms of playing the game. So I'm happy about that. You've actually got nice. something to do in the game that you have never, <laughs> ever stopped playing once. Yeah, you know, one yeah, of those. Great. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a reason for you to go back again and again. And there's again. a reason it's, to it's, sit it's, through it's, the torturous it, process of playing Dota 2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, you, you go through waves with these kind of games, don't you, where you, like, you almost fall out of love with them. So you take a little bit of a step back and then something brings you back in. Jamie, I know you've had it a lot with Destiny. Not quite, not quite to the extent of your love affair with Dota. Um, <laughs> yeah, in that I haven't played Destiny for four months now and I don't miss it because I just basically I message Matt Towey once every two months and say, is it good yet? <laughs> it's actually, in fact, I should register that domain. Is Destiny too good? Question mark. <laughs> good, yeah. that would be, uh, yeah, and, I think uh, you make a lot of money from that. Yeah, um, yeah, because it seems what, to what be in flux. Uh, finished watching uh, the Last Dance, which is the uh, Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls uh, uh, three-peat, yep. or whatever. Heard, heard uh, consistently heard very good things as that was oh, airing. Week it's so week. fucking good. It's so fucking. I can't recommend it enough. Um, and I started watching a, a, a really shit but enjoyable show called Upload on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, shit but did, enjoyable. Yeah, because it's just it's not made very well, but it's, it, it has its moments, right? Like Upload. Uh, it, it's just imagine you die or you're dying. <laughs> so, I'm having an Amazon delivery right now and I can see the dude. I'm going to have to come back. One sec. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, it's yeah. double trouble. Uh, in, this is some in-video oh, marketing. Oh, thank you. Cheers, mate. 
<laughs> Sorry, everybody. I love that. I love that. Your you know what it your, was? Your hosting job at fucking Amazon delivery. No, it wasn't even Amazon. Do you know what it was? It was oh, now my camera's going mental because it's like tried to un- it's tried to refocus. Um, so my <laughs> wife's boss was dropping something off for him, and for anyone who doesn't know, like so, this is this little studio is in my garage, and I can see the gate because I had to. I, I was telling the guys before we did the podcast, I have to leave my garage door open now because my Wi-Fi signals become so bad. So I just saw my wife's boss walk up the drive, and he's dropping something over the fence, and oh. he's like. Maybe he I didn't just know you were home, himself. Alex Jones. Uh, maybe not. Well, she's not home either. So uh, that's that'd be a, <laughs> even more yeah. worrying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was coming to rob the place. Um, <laughs> so he probably thinks, "What's that weirdo doing in the back of his garage with a headset on?" Oh well. I was really anyway. hoping that was an actual Amazon delivery for a second there, in the middle of Chris talking about an Amazon Prime exclusive series. I thought we were about to yeah. get something. <laughs> you imagine weird fourth wall breaking marketing. Yeah, fucking Alexa. They were that on the ball. Say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They heard um, Amazon and they were like, "Drop something off quick." But yeah, the, sorry everybody. <laughs> the the premise of this upload show is like, imagine you're dying, and what you can do is you can upload your consciousness into an area like a a, a, a digital world. Uh, okay. Oh, kind of like the Black Mirror episode. Yeah. Where yeah. the people die and they upload their consciousnesses into that yeah, what core, was that? computer San, core. San Junipero. Yeah, very similar yes, kind of thing. Yes, yeah. Um, and that acts as like your heaven. But it's interesting because it's almost taking like a corporate look at things. So you're in heaven and the guy opens up like a mini bar and he's swiping through the mini bar and it's like, oh, here's McDonald's. And you swipe again. He just wanted some coffee. So he clicks to go coffee and it, and it said like, uh, coffee DLC, add $2. And he's like, fuck. You know, shit like that. It's. How do like you get said, money in heaven? Do you get well, heaven jobs? No, it, it's 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 complicated. You, you don't get money, but you it's like a it's like a cell phone. Like your family pays like a membership. Oh right, okay. It's kind of Co- weird. A coffee it's, DLC. I like that. That's yeah, good. It, it's kind of weird, but uh, like I said, it's it's pretty shit, but it's enjoyable at the same time. You know those those kinds of shows. Indeed. I mean, Indeed. we make a, we make a podcast like that, so yeah, it's more yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that, that's what I've been up to. What about you guys? Jamie, what have you been playing? What have you been doing? Um, Fill us in. I've kind of still been on that open world crime bent since last week uh, where I okay. expressed my disappointment with the uh, Mafia Definitive Editions. Unfortunately, that disappointment has not let up just yet. Have they not um, patched it yet? Mafia 2 Definitive Edition has not been patched, although the people who worked on the remaster have acknowledged the problems and said they're working on them. Likewise, Mafia 3 Definitive Edition has not been patched, and it has now become clear that the issue with that seems to be that they have made the Definitive Edition out of an old old version of the game, which means that the update they put out removed the improvements that they made for the PlayStation 4 Pro <laughs> and the Xbox One X. That's brilliant. So they, well they done, like, guys. There's evidence to suggest that the Xbox One X version of Mafia 3 now runs at 900p resolution. So, <laughs> like, uh, so sub full HD, like, it's, it's very strange. Christ. And I, I believe 2K have also acknowledged that and said they're going to fix it. But luckily, there was wow. a some good news to come out of the almost 10 year old open world crime action game scene yeah. in the last week, which was that Saints Row the Third Remastered came out. And I'm happy to confirm that that is a, a good remaster by most accounts. There's a really good video on it by Digital Foundry, who kind of yeah. go into a lot of depth about the somewhat strange almost amount of work that's gone into that remaster. It's not super striking at first, but it's kind of one of those videos where when you let someone do a deep dive, you're like, oh shit, 
they bothered to do way more stuff than most people are bothered to do. Not quite remake right. territory, but a very good remaster. I think the only thing that's strange about Saints Row the Third is that you realize, even though that game is nine years old, open world games have changed a lot in nine years. <laughs> and yeah. it's very strange playing uh, one of those types of games, a GTA clone, if you will, and having like a story mission where you have to go to a clothes store and get new clothes and a story mission where you have to go to a gun store and get your gun. And like, you forget that the first couple of hours of all of those games was always that style of building up momentum. Right. And it does feel a little bit dated, I'll be honest, but I, I have a soft spot for that game and that series. Humor doesn't always land, but I just kind of, they're easy going for me. Um, so that was, that was most of my week, to be honest, that and not much Warzone. I'm finally uh, kind of trailing off slightly on the Warzone front um, because it annoys me every time I play it because I have a fucking shit time every time I sit down. I'm like, why do I fucking put myself through this? I'm not enjoying why, why do you have a shit time? What do you mean? I think because, you've, been, you've been smashing it. Well, I, the thing is I haven't. Not really. And I think what happens is it's the same trajectory I go through with every Call of Duty game in terms of the multiplayer, right? which is the game comes out, you play it a little bit, and you're fucking shit at it. So you give yourself the benefit of the doubt. You give yourself a little bit of a leeway, and you're like, it doesn't matter too much because I'm just bad, and I'm doing it because it's kind of fun. Yeah. Then something strange happens, and you kind of become acceptably good at it, or good enough to expect more from yourself, to expect a certain level from yourself. Yeah. And right. then, inevitably, you kind of like you hit your peak, and then you start to the, the curve starts to go back down the other way, and you're playing below what you know you're capable of, and you're angry at yourself, you're angry at the game, and, <laughs> I mean, you guys know that the best of times, like, I have a a <laughs> a, a, a curious relationship with competitive games, um, and, uh, it, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, help me be my best self, and so when I'm playing with, especially playing with friends who I'm not seeing right now or talking to very much, and the one bit of exposure they get to me every week is me fucking swearing, <laughs> effing and blinding at Warzone. Uh, the shittest game sake. ever made. I'm not playing this game ever again. And you've got, like, people we used to work with who are kind of sat there like, this guy wasn't like this in the office. Um, <laughs> that's well, why have, I'm like... Have any of you guys played the um, the classic modes? No, I haven't even I haven't played yet, it since no. they got added in. They're, they're so shit. They're not, they're not shit, but... It's basically... Take us, give us a quick run-through of what they actually are, because yeah. I hadn't heard about them until a couple of days so, ago. So it's the same, the same thing, except it's more like PUBG in terms of there's no gulag. So if you die, you die. Um, there's, no, there's no bounties. There's no scavengers. There's none of that. Uh, so it's more like you're, you're, it's you and your team on your own. There's no kind of like added, uh, you know, bells and whistles, if you will. Right. Can can you buy people back in if they die, if they die? I, I don't know. I didn't. We didn't get there. I don't. I okay. don't think you can. Uh, oh, and you drop without weapons. Oh, none. It's just just fists. Yeah. So it, it, like it, it. it is like PUBG. Do you know what I mean in terms of that? And I on, on the sound of it, I was like, yeah, cool. I could go with some like classic battle royale action. And as soon as I played that game, I only played it once, and I was like, oh, right, okay. This is what I used to like. It's most certainly not what I like now. Yeah, it's it's right. just it's, yeah. it's what Jamie said about like the open world genre. It's like even though it's not that far removed, it's like what maybe like two years ago. That's what this classic was, but we've moved on almost at a breakneck speed, and it's just yeah. 
but, it's it's hard to go back to anything other than say Apex or or Warzone. Um, yeah, straight up. I, I think when you're experiencing those changes little by little as well, and you're kind of you know, we all went from PUBG and there was a bit of Fortnite in there for a lot of us. And then yeah. there was Apex and then there was Warzone and you're having all these different ideas and influences. And then you kind of arrive at the natural progression. Sometimes it is almost hard to realize just how far you've come from <laughs> what the standard used to be until you go back and take a look at it. And yeah, the idea of playing PUBG now, for many of the reasons that that classic mode didn't appeal to you, Chris, kind of... Yeah. I'm not. I'm not about it. I'm not about yeah, it. You see, I, I thought I could go back to PUBG, and then after playing this classic, I'm like, nah, you know what? Yeah. But it's actually it's a, it's a good thing you mentioned Warzone and and PUBG and that stuff because I actually f- almost forgot to say I played some Fortnite this week as well. I played oh, like yeah. like two or three hours of Fortnite. Um, and <laughs> do you know what? I'm still really bad at building, and I'm not sort of like quick enough and familiar enough with the controls and the mechanics to sort of actually implement that into any kind of game plan. Yeah, but I can still sometimes aim and shoot. Okay, so I actually had a good time with it. We finished <laughs> second. That was our high finish. That's uh, good. We had That's a, good. Second. We had a, oh, but you know what? We had a two v one against the final dude. Oh, we, he, he just oh, and he beat you. We to, you know when just some 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 the player just seems superhuman, and the second you even <laughs> oh, yeah. get a glimpse of them, you look at your health and you're like, they just lasered me. What the flip is going on? I, <laughs> and you you can't ad- adapt or adjust and. Yeah, it was su- it super sucked because when I realized how many players were left, I thought I could get my first ever Fortnite Battle Royale win. But uh, that would have been it nice. will have to come in the future. I may well play it again soon because I had a decent time. So. Wow. Nice. Yeah, what about you, Jonesy? Well, I have played a bit of a little bit of a few different things. I haven't played a lot of anything in particular. Um, obviously played some Warzone with you guys. Yeah. I was just filling you in as well before the stream that I've downloaded Warzone onto um, my PC for the first time, so I, yes, I left that time. chugging, chugging overnight um, to do that. So the download was weird because um, my download speed is normally pretty good, but for some reason there's an issue with downloading it. I think the the battle net says it knows there might be an issue with like download speeds at the moment. Um, so it took all night to download. It was like a hundred gig anyway. Oh it's like no, a no, big hold on, hold download. on. But since I've uh, installed Warzone on my machine, that notification saying oh we know there's a problem with downloads has been there consistently it's been so, there the whole time oh right yeah. <laughs> fair enough i downloaded it, it a couple right. of weeks ago as well yeah. it's the same message can i, can I tell you something oh, that okay, one, of our, right. one of our patrons filled me in on go uh, for it for the life of me i can't remember who it was might have been peaswad or maybe anyway um if you go into your settings of of battle.net uh as a default it limits your download rate so mine was unlimited. My my initial download rate was unlimited. Um, through, through your Battle.net client? Yeah, exactly. So um, I went in, because that's a thing I've seen before. So I went in, and there's also a weird thing that um, anyone who hasn't had this, you can try this as well, is sometimes when you've got an unlimited download speed, if you put a limit in but a high limit, it actually makes it go faster. I've had that in the past with games, which is quite a weird one, but it's almost like it it sees an unlimited rate and just kind of gives you a standard. Whereas if you put a high rate, it seems to go faster. I don't know. Yeah. But no, it, w- it wouldn't make any difference. I tried changing that. I tried tried doing stuff. Well, it was, to be fair, like I said, it was every unlimited. time they change the position of a fucking tree, it's a 20 gig download. So get, get ready for <laughs> that That's true. One. Well, the new season yeah. comes out on next six Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Six days. Next Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Third. Um, another, another hectic download is going to be, yeah. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> but so I've I've played a couple of games um, on my PC just to kind of get because I haven't played uh, FPS games on my PC for a long time. So I'm trying to sort of get back into mouse and keyboard. I've got a few teething problems. There's some technical issues going on with my mouse <laughs> that I'm going to sort out, but that's fine. Um, I also played uh, Man Eater. Um, I did yeah. a live stream on uh, my Twitch, uh, Twitch TV forward slash Super Show Jonesy. So if you um, want to yeah. see some sh- shark munching, yeah. I'm going to stream some more of that again soon. W- was there any um, shark on shark action? Uh, there wasn't. There was a lot of shark on alligator action. Were there any me. Nelly Furtado references or Hall and Oates <laughs> references would be acceptable as well? I don't believe so. No. Pathetic. Okay. Really poor form. Yeah, missed opportunity there, but you know. Yeah. There, but to be fair, there was in the Twitch, in the, in the Twitch chat, there was, but not in the game. Wait, so which one? Hall and Oates or Nelly Furtado? Nelly Furtado. Nelly Furtado. Whoever that was, was um, the right move. <laughs> but that, hey, that was quite a fun game, actually. It's, um, I think it, I got it on a de- um, money off thing as well on the Epic Store. I don't know why it was money off, but it was like 25 quid. Um, but it's quite a fun game. So yeah, I'm going to dip in and play a bit more. Um, play a bit more of that. What else have I played? Uh, oh, and then Minecraft Dungeons with you guys. So that was about it for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, these yeah. these things are going to be really weird once we just all just start playing the same games, isn't it? So, Boring. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I imagine in three weeks' time, what did you guys play? Oh, I played Last of Us Part Two. What did you play? Last of Us Part Two. What about you? Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> that that will happen in three weeks' time. Yeah. Hundred. Sure. Absolutely. Oh, I did something else, of course, this week, and I'm gonna, I'm absolutely gonna shoehorn it in as I'm hosting Ooh. and in my section because this bad boy right here, what is that? This is the giveaway on Super Show Jonesy on my YouTube channel. This is this week's giveaway. It's look, it's still wrapped up because the in the new system, I don't tell anyone what it is until the week after. So you've still got well a day left when this goes out to guess. No, that's more than six hours. Are you trying to tell me that I could go over to the Super Show Jonesy YouTube channel right now and get in the comment section below of your most recent uh, live stream and make a guess at what's in that box? Why, Jamie? Yes, you could. Um, (laughs) And do you know what? Even if you're listening to this podcast after Saturday, uh, there'll be a brand new giveaway. So you could still do that, go over to my channel, and there'll be a brand new thing that if you guess what it is, you will walk away with. So, Also, next week's one is going to be a tough one. So um, it's going to be going for for a quite a while. I think I might have to drop a few more uh, it's got my name clues on it. during the week. I don't know what week. it is, but it's got my name on it. I'm going to win. I'm that. Go I'm going to win that bad boy. I, I'm going to have to win one once. I'm actually a little bit embarrassed that I haven't won one at this stage <laughs> because some of them I should have got hands down. I should have got, but yeah, I'm, too slow, one, I'm, too so. slow, I'm too slow. I'm too slow. Full disclosure: Jonesy doesn't tell us what they are at all. I don't know. You're, Jamie, you're, you're considered. I think I know you. You're, you like to think about things and make sure you're right before you commit. Yeah, you're right. like, like fucking quick fire, buddy. I was, I was in the chat for this one because I was like, do you know what? I'm going to get there. I'm going to make sure I set an alarm on my phone so I didn't miss it or anything. Wanted to be there from the word go. And I was there from the word go. And I was really trying to be smart about it. But I know that a couple of my guesses were so wildly, wildly wrong. Um, but... I guess that's the, that's the process, right? You get those clues little by little, and you work towards the big conclusion. I don't know. I think I'm in exactly. with a chance, but exactly, <sighs> who knows? But hey, like I said, anyone listening, anyone watching, if you want to be in with a chance, YouTube.com, and then search my channel, Super Show Jonesy, or hit me up on Twitter, and I'll share it anyway. And I'm at Super Show Jonesy on Twitter. But anyway, that's enough about me and enough about us. I think we should move on to our first news story, Ooh, which yeah. um, what is it? was The Last of Us Part 2 State of Play, because we've actually got 
well, when this podcast goes out on the 29th, the game should have been coming out. So, But we've got a month left. Well, less than a month. We've got until the 19th of June until the game comes out. So there was a tasty little state of play where they showed us some gameplay that we haven't seen before. They sort of um, hinted at a few things that we didn't know about. Um, it's very brutal. It's a very brutal game, as you'd expect from Last of Us. Um, we did see some of the same things we've seen before, which maybe let a few people down. We were hoping we'd see a little bit I think more there was of only the... Like- 10 minutes of new footage, is that right? Yeah, I think most of it was from that bit of the end when they were effectively doing that that sort of yeah. short mission. And that, it was, that was completely it, new, yeah. Yeah, and it was that was kind of a little bit... Is lacklustre the right word? It wasn't exactly the most thrilling sort of section of gameplay they could have shown. I guess, but I think it I did a very it, good job. I guess it just didn't... Other than showing us like new... Um, like stuff we actually actually haven't seen before it didn't bring anything new to the table it was more of the same kind of stuff that we know i mean you know what what the right. game it wasn't it was it was new but it wasn't new in the sense of you would have assumed sections like that are oh, going to be yeah. throughout like, the game when, when neil Druckmann's is like oh yeah you could pick up a bottle and hit someone to stagger it's like yeah <laughs> of course like, sure you but know. of course there is yeah there is now there was, that we could go back to that first gameplay reveal sort of extended sequence from Two years ago, maybe I think it was. That was much more exciting. I thought it was. I think it was more exciting, but also kind of told us a lot of what this yeah. whole state of play reinforced. Not not complaining. I still I loved a lot of what I saw yesterday. But yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of funny because at this point they didn't have to do or say anything that would change the fact that I'm getting that game day one. Um, right. But yeah. I still kind of was hoping for a, a little bit more. Um, it's, it's, it's made me look at it and go, yeah, it's a goddamn awesome game and the story elements are the things that I'm yeah. really looking forward to the most. Ooh, maybe, it, would, it would have been nice to be wowed a little bit more, maybe. Yeah, may, may, yeah there was no showstopper element to it, was there? But we should probably no. mention that we none of us have seen any of the leaks. Um, no. We've been very good at avoiding them, I think. Yeah, yeah. just trying yeah, to stick a bit lucky so far. I, I, watched it, I watched it, re-watched it afterwards uh, because we were we, when we watched it through the first time, we were in the voice chat a voice channel of our Discord with a bunch of the patrons. So we were kind of watching it together and reacting. So I wanted to watch it back later, just kind of, not that you missed much or we talked over much or anything, but I just wanted to be able to take it in. And I will say that there was, there's an element of the gameplay that does kind of excite me in that I always felt like the difference between sort of say the last of us and the uncharted games is that, the Last of Us is much less of an outright like shooter, and certainly less of a cover shooter, yeah. and introduces kind of stealth elements and a lot of the stuff that we saw in the first one. The difference being that Joel is like kind of a heavy, clunky dude in some respects, especially compared to Nathan Drake, and especially, especially compared to Ellie. And what I did yeah. kind of like watching that gameplay demo was that I think that you can tell with the lessons that Naughty Dog have taken from Uncharted 4 with how manoeuvrable Ellie is and how quick and light on her feet she can be and the range of options at her disposal, it kind of really reinforces that sort of the, that cat-and-mouse-style gameplay of the, the, the balance of power is constantly being switched up between you. There are sometimes situations where you're in a good position, you might have lots of ammo, you might have oversight over a big area, and times where the balance of power swings towards the enemy forces whatever they may be where you yeah. feel outnumbered you have low ammo and we see we've seen a lot of obviously it's played a specific way like the demos are played the way they want to advertise and market the game we all know that but it's cool seeing things like 
seeing her run around this environment and like create distractions over here, quickly craft a Molotov, set that person on fire. We saw the point where the silencer on her pistol breaks at one point and all of a sudden she's kind of quote unquote gone loud and she's having to like grab that person, shoot that person, you know, pop the person she's uh, using as a meat shield in Gears of War <laughs> vernacular. Um Gets the rifle out because there's no pistol pulled up. And I don't know. There was something kind of like sprawling and tense about the gameplay that I'm yeah. looking forward to experiencing. Um, yeah, but it was also very yeah, clear sure. that like, come on, man. Every single shot that she took was like headshot, boom. There were a lot you, of headshots. You commented that like, fuck, if we had to play that, we spray all our bullets just trying to get those fucking headshots. Probably. Especially like the way she arced, uh, arced some of those um, bow and arrow shots oh, where the, yeah, they kind of dipped perfectly <laughs> into the head and I was like dude I'm missing that every time. Come on. <laughs> yeah can we just take drop mechanics off so that you don't have to worry about that we can just yeah. sight them because otherwise we're in trouble. Every time I got the bow out in, in, in uh, The Last of Us Scream Hosted it was like track the guy for I don't know two minutes before you let go of the bow <laughs> just to make sure that it lands and even then it's a 50-50 right? Yeah, and now the, you know the other thing I'm going to say about that gameplay and all the stuff they showed off, and I'm, I'm going to get flack for this because people think I'm playing into the joke, but I'm being deadly serious. Fuck the dogs! I don't want dogs <laughs> that can pick up the fucking scent. Did you see? Do you remember that bit? Did you hear that bit while yes. we're watching? You can go into the vision mode thing and see your scent, and dogs can track it. So you've got dogs now following you around the environment. <laughs> Like, I don't need that. Dogs in video games are bad enough. I, I there was, there's a couple of things that they mentioned that which were quite interesting because, like, the dog thing was one of them. The other was if you get into the long grass, sure, you can hide in the long grass, but if a guy comes past you and he's, like, a metre, a couple of metres away, he's going to see you. Like, he, you're right there, yeah. which obviously in a... Talking about how computer games move on, we're yeah. kind of used to a lot of games where if you're in the long grass, no one can see you even yeah. if they're on top Literally, of you. Yeah, so, but that, that's kind of this... Um, we kind of touched on it last week, I guess, in the podcast, but that's the kind of this idea of de-gamifying games, making it a lot more realistic. And it also got showed off right. when they were showing, I mean, we've seen that video before, or some, some of us have, where Ellie is improving her gear and it's like, it's very considered the animation. It's like taking out the rifle, taking out the bolt act action, you know, and altering things. And it's like, that's all cool, but how intrusive, you know, if they if they take that idea and uh, spread it throughout the entire game, how intrusive is that going to be, and how annoying are you gonna, is it gonna, is it potentially going to be? Potentially, yeah. But then there were also yeah. moments I, where I'm, we I'm saw. I'm not worried like, about it, but I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, saying. we also saw the other side of that equation where, like, there's one bit where she's standing next to a table that has some of the crafting material, some bullets, and a pistol on it, and it's kind of got the I think it's triangle to pick up, yeah. and it's still like kind of the thing where she just kind of like casts her hand over it and it automatically grabs it. It doesn't yeah. have like some Red Dead or Final Fantasy style animation where she moves into position directly in front of it, <laughs> picks it up, looks at it, puts in the thing, and yeah, then you get Yeah, because she's not going to be able to, right? Like in the middle of combat. How many times were you playing the game, like fucking yeah. Shamblers or whatever they're, whatever they're fucking called there, like, going after you and you're running and you're like, oh, there's some equipment, just yoink, take it from yeah. a shelf, yoink, run away, shoot. Yeah, as, as, it's as, a weird... 
was going to say, it's a weird thing in The Last of Us 1, in which um, I don't know if you guys felt the same, but I definitely, in, in some respects, I felt it was a little bit like playing that scene in No Country for Old Men where he's getting chased by the dog and he gets out of the water and he has to, like, take the gun apart, clean it, sort yeah. it out, put the thing back in, dry the thing off, put the bullet in, and then shoot the dog just as it jumps him. Like, yeah. it could feel like that. Like, you, someone's running at you and you're having to reload your gun, craft a new bit of equipment to sort of protect yourself if someone's like, trying to kill you. Even, like, even the cool. craft... But it could also be shit. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, there's know. a weightiness. There's a weightiness to say, just like reloading, for example, I th- in I that think, game, I think which was lo- wicked, which is brilliant. But it did make me have a couple of bits where I was kind of like, sometimes you want it to be like COD mode, where you can just go <laughs> and just start shooting again. Um, I, I kind of get where you're coming from, but at the same time, I think by by virtue of some other recent examples, like the crafting and everything, like animation based on The Last of Us, is ridiculously quick. Like Joel takes off his backpack for two right. seconds and has it's a Molotov bad, yeah. cocktail. Yeah, yeah, like he literally. I'm, exa- I'm exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. Pipe bomb, you know? no, but what I'm what I'm saying is, this one more so than the previous one. They they're striving more for that realism, and and more for that kind. I of, think you watch the gameplay. We still get a bit where she crouches and really quickly puts a nail through the board and does the Molotov cocktail. It still takes two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't pull a hammer out and start like. No. <laughs> Imagine feeling like, they can hear the sound of the hammer as you put the nails through. You'd be like. Too, too real. I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> it. But um, I think you, you just mentioned Joel. I think one of the big things that stood out to people was there was no Joel in this, yeah. um, in this little game reveal yeah. for the extra 10 minutes. Um, they've also sort of steered clear a bit of him. Um, I don't think, because even outside of the gameplay, they didn't really show anything of Joel that we haven't seen before, right? Um, and one thing that stands out to me is going to be that the first game was very much a... Um, Oh, help me up here. Oh, help me down there. Oh, you do this and I'll do that. Yeah, and it was true. a co-op experience with the AI. And suddenly it's going to be a very lonely journey, it seems, unless there's another stand-in. Because I think even before you're with Joel, um, just Joel, you've got uh, Joel's mate in the first one who gets bitten. Um, so you, it's like a companion game. There's always people around you. And then in this, it does seem like it's going to be a bit sort of a bit darker, a bit more brooding, like Ellie's kind of going full Rambo. Oh, dude, um, yeah, they're, they're talking about like, <clears throat> if you've watched the trailers, it seems that Ellie's love interest, whatever, gets fucking mutilated or murdered or wherever the fuck it is. And that's the start of the fucking game. Like you go on a re- arc, you know, a revenge arc. There's, there's, there's yeah. a lot of It's stuff. a much darker, it's a much more mature and oh, darker story like, in my you, estimation. Even remember that first fucking trailer when we didn't know it was The Last of Us Part 2, where it's like, oh yeah, clipper wings yes. and fucking the hammer yeah. on. strung her up and the, I, the I, knife. I watched that last night and I'd forgotten, because oh. every time they've shown that bit since, they've cut away before the hammer hits. Yeah. But you go back and watch that trailer, like, no, you watch a woman get her arm broken by like four or five hammer blows straight. Then a dude gets an arrow through his... Uh, face and one chick gets a hammer stuck in her head so yeah. that it like actually sticks there yeah like there's a oh, bunch they, they of fucking evis- stuff. Evi- um what's the word? eviscerated yeah with the oh. guts just all hung oh out yeah and- yeah i think so it's- they've teased that dina the the love interest will would could be a companion for some part possibly a very short part of the game <laughs> they also did show in the gameplay stuff that like hey ai companions are still a thing they showed you being helped by one of them and there's an Asian guy who it seems you might run with for some amount of time. Yeah. But you're right about Joel. Like when Joel was introduced in the uh, trailer at the end of last year, the one where they first announced the old release date. That was the The first one of it. Like, yeah. And the, and the line Joel says in that trailer is you really think I'd let you do this on your own. 
And so far, he has let her do everything on her own. So, well, so this is the knows? thing, right? Like, okay, maybe this was part of the the leaks or whatever, but this is purely coming from a rumor standpoint. So, it should careful, be safe. Careful, because, careful, no, no, careful. This is what we were, was the speculation at the time, right? When all the stuff came out, it was showing us all of this stuff, but we didn't see Joel, and we're like, oh, is Joel dead? Isn't he dead? And then when we saw him in the trailer, there was almost a sense of relief, like, oh yeah, okay, he, he's there. But is he there? There's questions around it for sure. Like we don't know. I don't. Think, I, I don't want to ask these questions because right? I don't want the answers. <laughs> no, that's true. That's so there, true. There's some. There's yeah, some dudes who so. probably watch the fucking leaks and going. Uh, these guys don't know that Joel turned into fucking Santa Claus and brought presents to all the <laughs> he kids. He is the, the bad fucking, guy. Yeah, like or yeah. you know. <laughs> well, I think well, can, um, can we stop well, now. <laughs> we've touched on sort of like the dark aspects and um, the gruesome aspects but hey they still wanted to have a little bit of fun with um, with the state of play yesterday because with the PS Vita made an appearance um, yeah. as we were watching it and I think Jamie you pointed out as well the fact that as sort of the, the Vita gets pulled off her, I think the headphones maybe come out and you can hear the soundtrack to um, Hotline Miami which Chris, was a, Chris and I kind of picked up on it more or less the same time it felt like all right. yeah like well, Which thought, is fun. I thought it was coming from our Discord. I thought someone was like, like someone's headphones were leaking or someone yeah, was playing yeah, a video out loud same. or something. It's funny, like, we, we said it at the same time, Jamie, because yeah. there was almost a bit of a pause that, while we tried to, because it was, it was quite soft. And we're like, hold on a second. Is that, that Moon song, right? Like, yeah, I'm Hell yeah. But look, um, there is 22 days until it comes out. So it was supposed to be out tomorrow. It's not obvious. Oh, sorry, today is the when the podcast it's goes out. It's supposed to be out in fucking um, February, dude. Don't even. But it's, too, well, yeah. the, new, the new date, the new it was supposed to be out. Yeah, no, but look, I think it's uh, 22 days until the game actually comes out. So anyone out there, I think it's coming. It's coming this time, surely. It's not getting pushed again. So we should be playing it um, on, in Palace. three give, give podcasts second, yeah. time. I've got to plug in my headphones. All right. <laughs> It's running out of juice. We can say whatever we want now about Chris, and he'd have no idea. Perfect. <laughs> Jonesy, how the hell could you say that? I know, right? Oh, oh, shocking. You bastard. Wow, controversial, controversial. <laughs> okay, so the next story up is the fact that the PlayStation 5, in a confirmed rumour, is to be shown off on <laughs> June the 3rd. Yeah, for Chris's rumors, confirmed rumours. Rumors, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Nothing quite um, like them. With a... A, a state of play, are we saying? A, a maybe state of play? Um, maybe. We're not quite sure yet. It's it, um, it, The nature of these things, right? Like, we're not sure. Uh, probably by the time that this podcast goes up, it's going to be like Sony would have said, yeah, it's going to be, we're going to show off everything. And we're like, well, fuck us, egg on our face. <laughs> but they have said that there's going to be another state of play in August. So we could get some juicy details in a five days and then we'll have to wait a little while to see anything else because there's not going to be a uh, there's not going to be any pricing yet and there's not going to be any release date going to be announced if yeah. the confirmed rumours are, tu- are true um, but the Xbox Series X pre-order page is live so you can always <laughs> just head on over there and order yourself a Xbox Series X if you're getting stressed out about the fact that you can't see more about the PlayStation is it actually? yeah I think apparently I don't, on, I don't on, think I don't think on which on which on website it's more like a conf- like a reserve your uh, okay I'm your gonna hold unit. off but I I am actually kind of getting more and more paranoid about that because if this fool comes around and supplies are as limited as people think they might be then uh, I don't want to be caught high and dry when it comes to new consoles I want to have at least one of them so I thought you were gonna head off then Jamie and go and just get yourself yeah, yeah, your I'm, 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 I'm heading down the shops why don't you just do it then anyway <laughs> uh I don't know because I feel like 
when when you say something's up for pre-order but there's no price or release date like it's kind of more of like a I yeah, don't but know. Also, that's but that's also not a real pre-order. That there's no obligation, right? Because they're not giving you the full details. So like maybe, fine. but like if I open Amazon right now, would I find the Xbox Series X? Probably that's not. the question. Yeah, exactly. So it's like pre-order, I can, I can, I can hang tight. I think for another couple of weeks. You got yeah. to imagine that by the end of the summer, these two consoles are both ready to pre-order. I don't know. Maybe oh, yeah, not. With, but surely, with, surely. With but if we're saying that the PlayStation. If we're saying the PlayStation's dropping in November, by the end of summer, I mean, so what, the end of August, that'd be mm. madness if you couldn't sort of pre-order, yeah. right? Because yeah, that's getting yeah. pretty late. Uh, yeah, but uh, and I think that gives them the timeline. Like, I think, for as much as we're joking about how these are confirmed rumours, I think this timeline makes some amount of sense based on the position that both of these platform holders are on. Um, Sony kind of needing to come out and say, here are some PlayStation 5 games, here are yeah. some of the big exclusives we've got in the pipeline, here's what they look like running on the PlayStation 5 tech. And that's been one of the, again, the rumours, so everything here needs a pinch of salt, but the rumours behind the scenes is that one of the reasons this event, specifically this June 3rd thing, has fluctuated is because Sony were, were worried by the negative reaction Xbox had to the not-quite-gameplay that yeah. was shown at their event and wanted to make sure that theirs was a little bit kind of a little yeah. bit more, Th- this, you know, this, fulfilled this is that where promise. Next year, there'll be another Raising Kratos documentary where, <laughs> where Corey Barlog's there saying, like, and then Sony just called me up and said, no, we need a trailer. And I had to build a fucking trailer yeah. for God of War, new one, for, like in two weeks. It's, it's, it's possible. <laughs> like, it, it's kind of mad to think that it's not that long to wait until the third and yet. When you think about the idea of Sony doing their big kind of would-be E3 slot event to promote the PlayStation 5, what do you think we do see here? Like, is this is this God of War 2 territory? Is this Spider-Man 2, Horizon Zero Dawn 2? I mean, they, they've or got is to show like, some launch titles, and it can't be like a fucking Ridge Racer. Right. Oh, don't. Because, well, let, let, me give like, you, let me give you a few more details, because Bloomberg um, have sort of reported a few things that Sony is, have actually this said. This is Jason Schreier, right? Now, now of Bloomberg fame. Yeah. Right, yes. Yeah. So Sony is said to be focusing on the game specifically for this event. Um, the date is subject to change by a few days, so it might not be specifically the third. I know we're saying the third. Um, but they are going to do some... Well, they've said they're going to reveal some stuff, but don't expect this to be a reveal all, like, here's the PS5, this is yeah. what it is, this is what... It's going to be a, a bit more of a tease, it's going to be a bit more of a drip feed. I just don't kind, of, I, I I don't think, kind like, of understand that, though. I think Jamie's right, though. Like, I think this is, if they're saying they're focusing on the games, given the fact that we've already seen um, the demo stuff running on the PlayStation 5, um, was it a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Um, I think that, I think potentially what we're going to see is some first party um, announcements for some big titles. I mean, to me, that would be. Yeah, the, completely. That would be sensible. But at the same time, like, if you show off the console and, and show the, cons- the console, the control, like, you have that whole package then it almost kind of elevates it from saying, yeah, this is a cool thing to fucking knocking it out of the park, you know? I would be amazed if they didn't show at least the console. I think, because they've said they're not going to announce specs and, and talk yeah, about every detail, but they can the just show the console. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I wouldn't be surprised. If they, well, if they didn't show the console. Yeah, because, again, like yeah, we've, already, we've already had I the hope they do. that there's no release date and there's no price. So, like, yeah. you're, ele- true, you're yeah. just showing someone a plastic box that they've got no way of gauging... Like when it's going to come out, or like I, I think all the console-related stuff I kind of tie in together, and I think if this is a games-focused 
uh, live stream, then I don't think it necessarily uh, it needs that. I know that people want that, and it wouldn't be a bad thing. You wouldn't be a problem, but I don't know. See, I reckon it'll be a few big, a big name games getting announced, and then I think right at the end they're going to have like um, an iPhone style teaser trailer of just the the look, the form factor. Oh, like, that's definitely one possible. Thing. Yeah, they're just taking it out of the pocket. Or, or they'll put, they'll pull it, they'll pull the jersey the and just time. take out the controller and be like, "We've shown you the console already. It's this bad boy." Imagine <laughs> it's, if it's, it's just the, the controller. Or the like the, the, the yeah, it's like. I've been standing on it this whole time, <laughs> and the camera pans down, and he's just standing. On it. Well, no, no, it's it's the controller that we've seen, <laughs> but it comes out, and there's actually this like, it's about this size. <laughs> oh, right. the I like the like, we've only had the front oh, on right. shot, yeah, and like, had all no of a sudden the camera like, pans uh, around, and it's like this thick. It goes all the way back. <laughs> See, I, I like the idea that it's actually the podium that he's doing the talk from, and it's actually like this talk. Oh, it's like, it's like a massive this whole fucking podium. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is why how we get so much power out of it. It's <laughs> yeah. three meters tall. I think the thing and that we don't really know what Microsoft are doing in June yet. We know they're doing something, but we don't really know what. But what we do know, Microsoft are doing is they're doing first party stuff yeah. in July. So I think when you look at what people think Sony's current timeline is, which is this now in early June and maybe something else in early August, I think they've got to be aware that they are one month away from Microsoft potentially coming out and being... You look at the rumours about that Microsoft event, it's not just going to be Halo Infinite and uh, a Fable reboot and a Perfect Dark reboot and all this kind of... These big AAA things. But also there are even rumours... Uh, strong rumours that there are going to be major third-party announcements that are still a part of Microsoft's July thing. What Sony, what Sony don't want to do is come out in June, show off a box and like a couple of like let's say games of the same caliber as Xbox's last stream, and yeah. then ha- and then leave the door open for Microsoft because that's what we're talking about, right? Is we're talking about basically for the all of June, July, and August. And probably that's about where it stops. We're talking about Sony and Microsoft literally going one after another, maybe three to four weeks apart, and trying. Yeah. It's a, it's about one upmanship, right? It's about one yes. upmanship yeah. on price. It's about one upmanship on specs. But it, of course, it's about games, and that's why I do think there's a chance that, as weird as it sounds, for an event that's like a week away, there is a. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 or a Spider-Man 2 or a God of War 2 caliber game that's present yeah. at this, what, what's, this your, what's, your, what's your money on? I think based on, like, all three of those games are going to exist at some point, right? A yeah. Spider-Man sequel, yeah. a God of yeah. War sequel, and a Horizon sequel. I think based on, if we are going to say that there's a positive correlation between volume of chatter and plausible, uh, like, release coming soon i think horizon zero dawn seems to be the furthest ahead of those three projects um yeah i agree with that see weirdly i i agree with you but i think for them if it was up if it was up to me to say which would be the best i think maybe spider-man is the best yeah but at this point it might not be a a question of which is the best it might just be a question of what have you got no, I, that's what I mean. I agree with you. Like, if they could pick, I think they should pick Spider-Man. But is, I don't think they'll be able to, and I do think it will probably be Horizon. I, I completely if, if agree with you. If you think about like PlayStation Four has been smashing it, right? But it, you think about what they've been showing off for the past two years. It's really four games, right? Horizon, Spider-Man. No, no, no. So uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm talking Death Stranding, God of War, 
Um, no, you, just, just after God of War and Horizon, right? Oh, okay. From there on, they were like, yeah, we got The Last of Us, right? Uh, we've got Death Stranding. What else were they? It was the, the, Ghost, the, the of it was Ghost of Tsushima and Spider-Man. That was the, lo- the last time when they were at E3. Those yeah. were the big four. Yeah, the and, big and, four. and I understand it's coming to an end of, end of their cycle, but they, they've really been leaning on those kind of releases, right? Sure. Yes. So going into this, like how many of these things are they going to do? Or, or, or is it going to be like, oh, yeah, here's Ridge Racer, here's Knack 3, and here's the one that <laughs> the only one that people actually care about. And it's one of those three that we've mentioned, which is like a God of War, Spider-Man or, or a Horizon Zero Dawn. And maybe what if that's all they've got? Well, could we you, do, could we you do see know them? some other stuff. We do know some other stuff, some, yeah. which is like we know, uh, uh, I believe I'm right in saying that there are strong rumors around the existence of some kind of SOCOM game being made. We know SOCOM, that we, st- yeah, we know that we still don't know what uh, Blue Point's next big project is. Obviously, the heavy rumor there is a remake of Dark Souls or Demon Souls or something like that. Yeah, but there are also lots of rumors uh, around the possibility of Resident Evil. Eight being tied to not like with exclusivity or anything like that, but obviously Resident Evil Seven was first shown with Sony, yeah, and yeah. Eight could be the same. Also, rumors about the a rebooted Silent Hill also being yeah. tied to Sony in some respect. Um, like there are, I guess, like it's probably a bit too early for Bend, but I, I don't know if they're making another Days Gone or. Or I'd be what, surprised like, if they weren't. I mean, that, that sold so well. It, yeah, it sold so well, didn't it? it That's did, the yeah. thing. Um, I, I, I don't know. That, that, like, the, yeah. it, either Sony or the masters of keeping their cards to their chest, which they, they kind of are, or it's not as robust as maybe people would like. That, that's just a, a worry that I have going into this kind of stuff. The mad thing is, is that I think, the, and this is kind of saying, as you guys are saying, going um, it's one up, one upsmanship is you've got the mixed thing of you, you want to be the, you want to have a really good show and you want people to talk about it positively, but at the same time you don't want to have a good show then Xbox to come out um, only one month later and to blow yours out of the water and then everyone's talking about Xbox because then you have to rely on having an even better show the next time round. Whereas if you keep your cards, if if you sort of keep the big games close to your chest wait until so um, xbox come out and say this is what we've got they can then drop some you know big game announcements which stops people talking about the xbox it must be like a really weird kind of um yeah. tactical like yeah. battlefield where they're going oh, we want to make it good but not too good yeah. and we want to do this undoubtedly so, this is all this is all strategy but like it, they it, may it, have might have even changed it based on how like relatively people have seemed to perceive um, microsoft's one to have been you know, recently, because people were a little bit underwhelmed. So maybe they're like, hey, we drop one of the big announcements we were going to make because now we don't need to because we don't have to do as much. But it's, I've got yeah. no idea. I mean, you see, this maybe is like you said, like they're a, just not ready. Unintended consequence of what's happened with E3, right? Because E3 used to be the time that, like, you've got your one spot. So you can fucking yeah. get everything out and make it fucking amazing. And people remember that kind of thing. Like, I remember um, E3 announcements, like, years later. But now yeah. it's kind of like with this, like, oh, I don't know. Let's let's just show them one game and then see what Microsoft says. Yeah. It, it, it's it, it's just kind of like, and they can move the day around. Like you can't at E three, yeah. you can't move your own, bit, your press announcement or lackluster and a bit like it's a bit sad. Hey, I mean, ultimately it doesn't matter, but it's just a bit 
Fair, no. I think and, and we need to, we need to move on about this. So let's <laughs> yeah, final enough. thoughts, closing thoughts on the uh, on this PlayStation. I guess uh, a, a closing thought for me is that whatever happens, I think one of the things that's nice about this next generation is that be it because it's uh, we'll strategize this way or just good fortune, we are in a better position in terms of what developers are freed up and what games we're expecting to see than we were this time seven years ago, where the PlayStation Four launched with a new kill zone and knack and basically the only first party game we had in the horizon at that point no pun intended was uh infamous second son which yeah. was also like not amazing and it actually took until like e3 2015 2016 where all of a sudden like here's horizon here's spider-man here's god of war here's death stranding here's detroit and so on and so forth yeah um we're in a better position now than we are then based on the timings you know the fact that horizon will be four years old next year God of War and Spider-Man will be three years old next year. And not only that, they are sequels. So theoretically could be faster in development. Um, yeah. That's like the main positive is that I think we could be looking at a much hotter, better first year or two for first party games on both platforms. And I hope that's represented uh, in the events we watch over the next couple of months. Yeah. 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 Okay, um, so let's move on to our um, and the next news story then, because uh, this has got Chris written all over it. So I'll give <laughs> you the high level stuff, and then Chris can come in and add some meat to the bones. Hell so yeah. it is, it should be time for Dota's annual um, huge event, the International, and the International Ten was going to be this year, but it has been postponed because of COVID, yeah. um, as like many other things have been postponed. Um, and normally, the Battle Pass um, that is released by Valve coincides with the International, and that builds towards the prize pool, which everyone. I'm sure every year remembers gets insanely large. I mean, what what was the prize pool last year? We were talking uh, like, last year was thirty four point three million dollars. So epic sums of money we're talking. Um, <laughs> obviously, with the fact that the international ten has been postponed, people were thinking that the prize pool for ten, which is still going ahead because they've now done the um, the battle pass has been released as normal, that it would uh, I guess fall off and people wouldn't be as interested because it wouldn't form part <laughs> of that the international this year, but. In only 48 hours, it's tracking better than the International 9 as it's currently up to $10 million in prize money, Chris. Is that, yeah. is that Have I got that pretty much right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, so it's interesting, right? So obviously, working on the Battle Pass takes a while because they create new cosmetics and come up with these game modes, etc. But so they were obviously working on it while they were trying to see if the International was going to take place. Then they postponed the international. It might not even be happen this year. It might happen at the start of next year. We just don't know at this point. But they've got all this work, so they might as well put it out. Because um, people still want the stuff in the battle pass. Because oh, it's not yeah, just it, about it, putting it, money into as the I, prize as I said fund. It is earlier, it? it kind of reinvigorates the game for a lot of people because it gives you a lot of kind of objectives beyond just win the game. You know, hmm, sure. Um, and and there's a lot of unlocks and cosmetics behind it, and you know some memes as well. Whatever, blah blah blah. Um, it just it, it just blows my mind that even that it's come out anyway and it's not technically attached to an international even though this prize money will go to the international but they've tent, said that they right yeah okay. we, we just don't know when the international tent is going to take place um it still blows my mind that it's like breaking records but then again hey everyone's fucking at home so why not? I guess, you know. <laughs> why not? So what, it's like it's like forty dollars, isn't it? Is it something like that? The oh no, battle so there, pass. There's three tiers. You can buy one. I don't know how much oh, it is right, in dollars. Okay. I know in, in in pounds. So it's eight pounds for uh, a level one uh, battle pass. Level fifty battle pass, I think, is twenty four pounds, and then I think thirty four pounds is a level one hundred battle pass. 
Oh, okay, right. And then you can buy levels on top of that if you want. But the idea is you buy the battle pass, you play the games, you do the, the, the challenges and the quests and this, that, the other, and you accumulate levels as you go along, you know, like any, any other kind of season pass or battle pass as you will. Um, it's cool. It's cool. It's just a pity that the game itself is not in a, a very good place at the moment. It's kind of the patch that they released is very kind of boring, for lack of a better word. But you know, yeah. and also like super interesting. Play- I was gonna say super yeah. interesting that it's if you say the game's not in a very good place <laughs> yet, this is the biggest ever. Like it, it, it's mad. I, I honestly thought that they would not top TI9's price pool, but according it's- to the numbers i mean fucking hell. it's the re- it's the reverse effect that the worse the game gets the more passionately the few <laughs> people who like it have to defend it I, the whales come so. out in force yeah, I guess yeah so. kind of and like to play devil's advocate um you could argue that it is absolutely not surprising at all that the battle pass has released right on cue and is making the money it makes right on cue because <laughs> the uh, elephant in the room with the battle pass is that uh and uh, all these kind of the associated transactions that take place is that for as nice as that big old prize pool is, am I right in saying, Chris, that the prize pool represents 25% of the earnings made from these things? So So, so Valve has made $30 million in 48 hours. Yeah, every $10 million the prize pool makes, Valve make 30. So if you ask a company (laughs) like Valve, do you want to all of a sudden have a slot in the summer every single year, like for nine, ten years in a row, where you make... I don't know what it was 10 years ago, but let's say as recently as last year, you're yeah. used to making about $100 million <laughs> out of fucking thin air and then say to them, do you not want to make that this year? Then they go, no, we want to make that right on cue. Oh, yeah, of course. It, yeah, can, I, can I have a con- yeah, can I put forward a cynical conspiracy theory? Yeah. Um, and th- do you know what this is a little bit off the back of is um, a rapper, I think it was recently, who tweeted out, or uh, maybe it was Instagram, a video where he was basically calling out... Um, Billboard 100 in America about how the yeah. actual way that like oh it's, um, it's to Takashi six nine whatever his name uh, is. yeah maybe yeah so but so I wonder how much of the prize pool and the sale of the battle pass is actually Valve buying it themselves because for, let's for example every year they're in every newspaper they get articles all over the web there are millions of videos online but, yeah. about going yeah. the they, prize pool is the biggest ever they would they would not that, be. Yeah, they would not be the first company to inflate their own numbers to avoid the negative backlash and press that would come from not being able to topple the last year. Yeah, so let's say the let's first. say they're you make let's say they're point. down low and then they top it up by ten million quid and then they go, oh, it's the biggest ever again. You yep. see, you make a point, but then this might have been the opportunity for them to to like if it did track lower. It could have been an opportunity for them to say, well, well, of course it's tracking lower. There's no international and there's fucking COVID. That's right. That's fair. Yeah, that's a good do, point. Do you know what I mean? And yet it's tracking. Yeah, higher. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I also kind of feel that like Valve, Valve's main business isn't Dota, it's Steam. And I, I just don't see Valve doing this kind of thing. Do, do you know what I mean? I can. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know what you possible. mean in the, I know what you mean in the larger sense. Yeah. I mean, anything's possible. I fucking, who knows? <laughs> I can't yeah. remember what you call it. In the, it's in the stock market. Is when you buy your own stock um, to in, in order to um, bolster the the share price because you don't want it to drop. So in order, so companies oh, yeah. reinvest in themselves. So they take like they'll take loans out to buy their own stock in order to keep it at a certain level. Whereas it's like well, that's just you giving yourselves money for a loss. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Oh, and you I, realize it's because they have to play the game. I won't name names, but I used to work for a production company that would buy out 
screenings. You told me about this. Yeah. I remember that, this. That would buy out screenings of its own films. Um, yes. And would do it where they do this thing where if a film had been a commercial flop on the wider, like, national level, they what they would do is they would drastically reduce the number of screens the film was being shown on and then buy out all the unsold tickets to those screenings so that the per theater or per screen average would go way up and they'd promote that metric instead and make That's it look mad. like a very popular niche film rather than an unpopular yeah. mass appeal film. I'm sure that should happen right. all the time. Oh. So, yeah. I mean, so like the, the, I can't remember the guy's name, Jamie, you, you, maybe you, I think you did remember it. The guy who said um, recently that effectively the way that the Billboard 100 works in the US is that, well, he was saying that he was tracking very highly um, in the Billboard 100, was doing very well in the charts. And then with seven credit cards, somebody came through and like, uh, and suddenly Ariana Grande or whatever is now number one (laughs) because with seven credit cards, they've spent $50,000 on her single and so he's like, well, hold on. What is this? Who's got these credit cards? Who's buying all these songs? And obviously he's saying, this isn't really how it works. And these companies go and buy their own music in order to elevate it in the charts and order yeah. to make it more popular. Yeah. So, as, and Jamie's given us an example from the movie industry. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, yeah, yeah, but maybe I, not, you know, maybe I, not. I, I never, I, it never Cynicism. even crossed my mind that that may be a thing. And now you, you've given me something to think about. So. But, but the, I don't, the you point prob- you made about like the relevance of that cash uh, flow to the company that controls all of Steam is also a valid point as well, Chris. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, like, do they really care if they didn't make that? Like, they probably make so much more money elsewhere. They're like, oh, all right, who cares? Yeah. Ah, and with that, let's move on to move the next on. story. <laughs> the segues today are on point, aren't they? Um, so, <laughs> and with that, and with that. <laughs> let's move on. Um, because let's talk about GTA 6. Um, I like Chris has got an, so Chris did the research for today's podcast and he, <laughs> he likes to put a question mark in when he's like it's bullshit basically he's yeah. probably made it up himself um, <laughs> maybe I should so just put take, in brackets bullshit <laughs> bullshit but um, no this this is uh, it's got some reasonable um, uh, speculation behind it because Take-Two have said um, or sorry Take-Two's marketing spend is said to increase um, by 100% in 2023 and the last time they said this so I guess it's to do with the company reports and things uh, was when Red Dead Redemption 2 um, was coming out so obviously they need to do a lot of marketing they're going to have to push a new game so they need to up their spend on marketing so it's a very good um uh, point, I guess, um, signpost that they're going to be dropping yeah, something big in 2023. Yeah. Although they have said that it's not what people um, think it's likely to be, because of course everyone is going to say, "Well, it's GTA 6." Um, we know yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, but let's be honest. I mean, you, you're giving a very specific year, and in that very specific year, you're saying, "Oh yeah, we're going to double all of our current spend for marketing." Like, come on. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, you, and they you, do you a lot. Of, the- they do a lot of spend at the moment because you've got to think about like GTA Online and all that sort of stuff that they're pushing out. I mean, it is still they spend a lot, right? So yeah, yeah, doubling yeah. it is is a big uh, thing. You can see the graphs that go alongside the financial reporting. It is literally like graph around here, graph around here, graph around here. Then twenty twenty three, it's like it goes up, like it literally <laughs> doubles the amount of money they're putting aside for marketing. Yeah, spend. and you, so- you've got to think to yourself like, what could they possibly be projecting? for that specific year in order to justify that jump. Surely it's one of their bigger games. Um, it's also is- it's also 10 years since Grand Theft Auto V came out. So it would be. it's quite a nice time to release G- um, GTA 6, is uh, 10 years I, after the fact. I could, I could fully see Grand Theft Auto 6 being a 2023, 2024 title. Yeah. Oh, I could, or whatever Rockstar make next. 
with the exclusion of re-releasing Red Dead Redemption 2 on next-gen consoles. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's entirely plausible that 2023 is when they start doing a massive push in terms of publicity, and that's why they need to spend. And then, yeah, 2024 is the, when the actual yeah, game I, comes I, out. But I, I reckon something it's going to be like Red, uh, Next Gen Red, Red Dead Redemption 2. Then the next big one for them is going to be Bully 2. And then it's going to be GTA 6. I think straight to for, GTA 6. That's my. my uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Jeremy. Like 10, 10 years is too much of a like a hallmark point oh, to no, no, say. No, no, I'm saying that that, that, year, boom, will, years, that year will stay true, but that they'll just release Bully 2 before 2023. I, I, I don't... Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Right. My so, next, of, so 2022 or whatever. Yeah, as a, a stopgap, you know. My, my unpopular opinion is that Bully 2 doesn't exist anymore. Oh, interesting. I, th- I, I think it was a thing at some point and it isn't anymore. That's my opinion. I think that's I'd be I'm, I'm kind of with you. <laughs> It's been a long time. I mean, in that game, I, I feel like they wouldn't do anywhere near as well with the Bully 2 than they would do that the, in, as well as they've done with Red Dead Redemption, GTA 5, the online. Bully 2 seems like a weird standout that wouldn't really fit. Yeah. For me? Yeah, maybe I don't, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely wrong. But anyway. Hey, you never know. Um, and the last news story that we've got today is that BlizzCon is cancelled. Oh, who would have seen dun, that dun, one dun. coming? <laughs> Uh, I don't know anything about this. All right, I'll, so I'm gonna have to. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll just rattle through it then. I'm gonna... So they they released a, a blog post on on the BlizzCon website saying that um, you know due to COVID and they can't uh, guarantee the safety. Blah 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 blah. What they did say is that they're hoping to do some some online stuff as you'd expect. Like hey, you know, Gamescom's not on, E3 is not on, so everyone's doing these online presentations. What they said in this blog post though was that they can't guarantee you know, because this whole thing is quote unquote new to them in terms of doing like online presentations, uh, that they can't, they don't see it happening this year and would probably see it happening early next year. But I, I, I love they're saying it's new to them. It's like, it's new to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Come but, on. No, but also like, I'm sorry, fuck off. Are you telling me you weren't planning your panels for BlizzCon up to this point? Of course you were. You're telling me you weren't yeah. building trailers for the games that you wanted to show off. Of course you were. Right, right, it, right. All you got to do is record the panel and the presentation and just put it live. Like, if, if where, unless, where in that does it make it fucking difficult? Unless they're now in a position that some other publishers and developers are in, which is like, well, actually, we were going to get a lot of stuff ready for one specific date to a certain extent, irregardless, sorry, regardless of the facts um, that some of those games might have been shown perhaps slightly too early than they would have like yeah. actually like to have done or slightly too late or whatever and now they actually get to do something completely different and maybe stagger it yeah. i can see that yeah. but but at the same time it's, that they've clearly been doing work towards a one yeah always thing but but just, maybe just once you the course and call it like e blizzcon or some fucking yeah but, no, but that all starts yeah. to fall apart when you say like actually we were going to rush to show a full gameplay demo of Diablo 4 at BlizzCon, but now that we don't need to do that, it might make sense to do that three months later. And so that's what we're going to do. Yeah, maybe. Uh, or, or- it's kind of weird as well because it's so late in the year. Like, it should be November time. Or last year was November time, right? But Somewhere by there, all yeah. estimations, um, stuff's kind of starting to come back online, you know, June, July, August, yeah. in which case you'd think that November it should probably be okay, but they've decided to, to cancel it anyway, yeah, which is kind here's, of interesting. Here's my theory, boys. They're relieved. Yeah. 
they're just taking the easy way out because the the last couple of BlizzCons have been fucking shit shows for them PR wise. Yeah. So that so there's then you get to sort of a more um, yeah more interesting ideas of okay why have they really decided that maybe it's going to be um, you know to not do it well because uh, I like there was actually I just um, uh, saw a uh, quote um, from the blog that the. Uh, um, the executive producer, Sarah Lynn Smith, said, which was, we're talking about how we might be able to channel the BlizzCon spirit and connect with you in some way online. That, to me, is like, is the BlizzCon spirit that great? <laughs> you know, that people well, yeah, want okay, to connect okay, with to online? Fair, Bl- BlizzCon is not just about, like, presentations, right? It's also, like, tournaments and cosplay bullshit and all of that stuff. But, like, so... Yeah, it's it's a it's a but that's it's a weird one for me. I'm I'm I don't know if maybe they're relieved and they've cancelled it I, I in relief I, of like that is entirely my my thought process. Yeah, is that they're just like they they saw an easy an easy opportunity to opt out of it, and they're just like you know what, save a shit ton of money by not doing it, and just save yourself any PR hassles. Let's fucking go. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I could I can see that somewhat. But that having been said. It's time to draw a line under today's podcast because today is a short but sweet one because we're on a little bit of a, um, uh, a schedule. We've got a time to work through. Um, there is something exciting, though, coming to the Patreons because you guys uh, earlier today recorded your yeah. Final Fantasy VII. Um, what are you going to call it? Has it got a name? Uh, just is it a, like just a, Final Fantasy VII Remake spoiler cast uh, with, a, uh, nice. with Chris and Jamie. That's the name because I know nothing about it. So I'm going to be I'm going to be listening along and learning like um, everyone else who hasn't actually heard it. So hey, if yeah. you'd like to get your hands on that, make sure to join our Patreon. We are at oh, patreon.com. We probably should have put this at the uh, start of the pod. video. <laughs> hey, we've got extra content in our Patreon, so go check it out. We we will put it in the description and we'll maybe we'll do something. Yeah. We'll share it somehow. But we've yeah, make sure you don't miss at it. Pushing our Patreon, and we will do <laughs> not not like oppressively, but just like you know. I forgot all about it until explain, just now. So there explain you go. the perks, you know. Oh, we all forgot about it. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, what are we going to have as a um, code word? Uh, code word. Mm. What about Blizzcand? Oh, Blizzcand. Or, or Blizzcunt. Well, I don't know. No, <laughs> oh, you wow. Don't, you don't want to encourage like 50 people to drop the C-bomb in the comments, otherwise YouTube will look at it and be like, what Fair are enough. these? Fair enough. Bliz, Blizzcand it is. <laughs> Blizzcand. Blizzcand is the code word if you made it to the end of the podcast. Thank oh, yeah. you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Jamie. I have been hosting today. Um, Chris did all the hard work, the legwork of the research behind the scenes, though, so thank you very much for that, Chris. Well, then um, I did. Well, hey, you, can, can I get a compliment, please? Uh, Sorry, nice, mate. Nice, ja- and nice Jamie hair. is awesome. A real one. A real In general, one. he's awesome. Look into my eyes while you say it. So you're, you are awesome. Yeah, how about this one? Oh, look at those lovely blue eyes, Jamie. Wow. <laughs> it's, well, it's well weird looking in the camera. I don't do it while we're recording. It, it is very strange. But hey, if you've been watching us on YouTube, remember that we also, uh, the podcast also goes out on podcasting platforms if you'd okay. rather listen to it. And also if you're listening to this on podcasting platforms, you can also go over to youtube.com forward slash supershowpod. We are also on Twitter at supershowpod. I am at supershowjonesy. Jamie is at Full Fat Jamie. Chris is at... Uh, <laughs> I knew he was gonna fuck Mono, it. Monomyth. No. no. At Chris J. Chris Mono. Chris J. Mono. There you go. Chris J. Mono. I should probably I, change I, it. I, but I'm kind of locked in now. You are. You've been that for a long time. Yeah. Don't, change, change it. don't change it. Yeah. You've got it. Um, if you can find it in your hearts to leave us a rating, please do. We appreciate the hell out of it if you do on the podcast platforms. And we will see you next week. So um, thank you very much.
See ya. Bye. Bye.